0: Hour number two, it's the gimme zone right here on The Ref. Boy, we've got some news for you this week. Talking live PGA Tour, DP World Tour merger all day long. And we are doing that live from right right out here at the Norman Boots and Badges Blood Drive today. They're doing the blood drive until 2 o'clock. We're here until 10. So one more hour of us out here. You come on by. You donate some blood. Come say hello to Brian and myself, and we've got two pairs of tickets that we can hand out to the Compliance Solutions Championship, which is the Corn Fairy Tour event coming to Jimmy Austin. What, uh, here very, very quickly, Brian.
1: Yes, yes, it's going to be awesome. And, hey, if you want to volunteer, reach out to them on the ComplianceSolutionOpen.com website. They will accept help. And the other greatest need that I heard this week is What happens on these corn ferry type tours is many of the players get housed by local families. Mm. They need folks to step up to house a player. Really simple, you know. All you got to do is feed them and take them to and fro golf course.
0: And that's pretty cool, right? Yeah, you remember we had the old
1: Sunbelt Classic here, the baseball classic, you know, and we we housed several families or several players over the years. You know, they end up playing at Texas Tech and TCU, and they it, become friends. Yeah, they become friends. One, of them. I mean, you know, we went to the uh, College World Series when they made it there.
0: Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. The uh, blood drive this morning, by the way, the boots and badges blood drive until two o'clock. It is the sheriff's office and the Norman Fire Department here teaming up with Norman Regional Health System to. Uh, help boost our region's blood supply and, and save lives. So this is very, very important this morning. Do you
1: have anything to worry about, Josh, with the sheriff's office being here? Is, is, there, <laughs> I, I've been, is there anything in your past that is if going to surface me, right now where I'm going to have to do the last hour by myself? If you you know? you've seen
0: me duck away during commercial breaks, I'm not saying that's why, but that might be exactly why <laughs> out here at the Norman Regional 9, Highway 9 and 24th Avenue Southeast, south side of Highway 9. So we had a merger this week, and we're trying to make sense of all of it, and I think the most sensible thing to say is that we can't make sense of all of it just yet. So let's hit the high points again right off the top of our number two. To me, this uh, hopefully means that there's going to be some resolution on the official world golf rankings before we know it, and that live golfers – we will see live golfers going forward in major championships. So I think that's that's one thing we know. What we don't know, what does what does this mean in terms of Greg Norman and the Live Tour? They're saying, uh, wait a second, this doesn't mean that we're just folding into the PGA Tour and we're done. So that that whole little piece, we're still sorting all of that out. But you've got got talking heads that
1: coming out are definitively saying Live Tour goes away right after this season. And I don't know that they know that. How I mean, that's what gets me is how do they come on TV, go on Twitter, all these other places, and these are credible people. And they might be right. They might be be right. But but as secretive as this deal was, I can't imagine that those details have been decided yet. And if they were, don't you think the source would have made them public? Well, And the source would be those, you know, the, the Live Tour executives themselves and PGA Tour. They would have come right out and said, Monaghan would have taken a victory lap to say, yep, this, this folds up the Live Tour.
0: Connor, I'm throwing this at you live on the air, so I apologize for that. Can you cue up the Rich Eisen cut for us? It, it uh, is applicable for... This little discussion right here, just let me know in my ear when we have it queued up and ready to go. But I want to play that because basically it's Rich Eisen in much more uh, detail than just me sitting right here telling you this. But basically it's Rich Eisen saying, I don't know that Liv's going away in this deal. So that is a fascinating piece of this. The other part that has been interesting to follow this week is Rory McIlroy, we said, hey, definite loser in this. I think all of the guys that went and took the money and now have access back to the PGA Tour, they're thank you, Connor, they, they're winners in this deal. Took the money, now they can play on the PGA Tour, and yet you've got Rory McIlroy, Brian, trying to say, well, wait a second, they're going to have to pay some kind now of fine.
1: I, now I need to be paid. No, not just the fine. He's like, I need to be paid. And then so they're talking about Tiger Woods being paid. Why does Tiger Woods need to be paid?
0: Yeah, well, he's already – He can't even play. He's already been getting paid yes. with the uh, the player, the the pip. The pip. Uh, on the PGA Tour when he's really not that big of a factor for the PGA Tour with his play anymore. So, uh, Let's yeah, listen I to
1: Rich Eisen because I think his comments are great.
0: Okay, so here was Rich Eisen talking about, hang on a second, I don't know if the Live Tour is going away.
2: Because they believe, and ESPN.com also reporting, they're not going anywhere. And I have no idea how that's gonna work, but they feel they they're not going, and not only are they not going anywhere, they're talking about adding more teams, more franchises to their concept, and that they're expecting all the PGA tour players that told them we're not taking your money to take one of these franchises and help grow, live.
3: I don't see that happening,
2: dude. I don't see it happening. Except the fact that the person who's the chairman is the head of the PIF. And if he wants it, it's going to happen. That's the whole concept of Alan Shipnuck's article. And we're also supposed to trust Greg Norman, which... It's not Greg Norman. It's the money that talks, Chris. They're the ones who are paying the money, and Yasser Al... Rumayan is the one who, if he wants Liv to survive, because he's the chairman of this whole thing, and it's his baby, read Alan Shipnuck's article. He talks about Liv is his baby, and he's not going to give it up. And check out this quote. Talk about how is it all going to work. Speaking to Alan Shipnuck, an unnamed Liv executive, saying, now we can finally get Hideki Matsuyama and John Rahm. I would say every big name on the PGA Tour will get an offer for their team golf concept now
0: and I cut it off right there <laughs> because the next thing I, I didn't know if we needed to air or not but he said it well the, the quote from the live exec was except Roy McElroy, who they said uh, was n- not not that B. he's not getting an offer from us
1: no that was a great and, and, and yeah who could have seen that coming so here's the deal yasser let's just go with the yasser cause we're not even going to try to pronounce the last Al- name because I'll butcher it. You'll probably butcher it, and and we don't want to offend anybody. So we're going with Yasser. We can both pronounce that. Yasser. So if that Piff is put in all the money, it's the old rule. Who? It's the golden rule. Who has the gold makes the rules. He. There is no way he's taking a back seat to Jay Monahan. No way. When and he, Jay Monahan's trying to got spin it that way this the week. Financial risk. So we've gone out there with a lot of predictions on this show. Most of which have been true, by the way. Thank you, uh, Matt Reynolds. We was early on with this. He was. hope you're listening out there, Matt. We're giving you credit where it's due. And, Josh, you've been right. I've been right. Jackson's been right. A lot of things. Jay Monahan will survive only until the end of this season in September and then... He's going to step away for family reasons. No. Mark it down. Yeah. I'm predicting it right now. I will be shocked. And it's not even. I'm not. Like I'm stepping out on a limb to predict that. But I mean. But the reality is, and I don't think Greg Norman's going to be involved going forward either.
0: You can't have either of those two no. guys involved. Yeah.
1: You, you, st- you, 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 the guys that were the two lightning rods, they cannot coexist. Their egos are too bruised and too big to coexist. So,
0: well, Jay Monahan gets to play bad cop on the way out.
1: Yep. And, and he's getting probably a nice golden parachute so let's not feel sorry for little Jay
0: no he, he will be compensated I'm sure accordingly and he gets the one final time play bad cop on this deal yep and get the get the merger done now what all of it means I don't know and I would tend to agree with Rich Eisen right there to He who houses the gold, as you were saying, Brian, that's who makes the rules, right? Well, that's the reason he's the chairman who's over the CEO. If you understand
1: anything about corporate structure, the CEO reports to the chairman of the board. Uh, Guess who makes the decision? The chairman of the board. All boards are set up where the chairman has power. Yes, there's board members that get to vote. But guess what? They load them up with people that are going to do what they want. That's what happens.
0: So do you agree with Rich Eisen's? prediction there that and i don't even know if he outright predicted it he was basically passing along what alan shipnuck's article said that uh, this is yasser's baby live is the project that he started and to the man that has all the gold he's not giving up the project he started that easily do you subscribe to the theory that live's not going away
1: exactly it's not going anywhere it's getting bigger that's my – That's I I think Yasser pulled a big one on Jay Monahan. A coup, as it were. Yeah, I think basically it was a hostile takeover, and Jay's trying to spin it as a merger. And it's a hostile takeover because once the dirty laundry got aired and you've got a potential antitrust violation that you lose your tax, PJ Tour's done. Well, or – Or he says, I got enough money, I can just wait you out and, and we'll bankrupt you that way. Because there were rumors, as we talked about before – that Hideki and John Rahm were going in that first wave. Had been and linked. I think they both got cold feet over losing the ability to play in the majors because that unknown was out there. And I think John Rahm does not want to play all these elevated events. And, and let's just call it what it was. These elevated events have been a big fail because they've already cost PGA two or Three sponsors have said, eh, we're not elevated, we're done.
0: Three sponsors done. Well, in all of this – Created some issues like that for the PGA Tour, to where you're again putting one sponsor in in one kind of light and another in another uh, different category, and that yes loses business, the sponsor side of this too, right? I think that probably uh, that that's a huge huge factor here in all of this that sponsors, you know, if if the live could just wait you wait you wait you out and all of a sudden this gets into the court situation where sponsors are painted in a bad light, now all of a sudden you got a bunch of sponsors jumping ship, too. And I think that had to be a legitimate concern this week, too.
1: Yeah, let's just say, let's just pick one, AT&T, big sponsor. What if there's a back-and-forth via email or text message with the two conspiring against Liv? That's going to make AT&T look bad, too, if it comes out. Or well, – I mean, I'm not saying they did. I'm just saying using that as an example. But the reality is
0: – Or there's something from AT&T saying, hey, these guys aren't that bad. Yes.
1: Yes. Talking or, about that. hey, we're doing it next year. You can huff and puff all you want.
0: And sponsors don't want that. So yes. that's what I'm saying is we don't know what was out there on the sponsorship side of things. No, but think about this, Josh. And this is – you know, I thought about this a
1: lot this week after this went down. The PGA Tour – why they profess to be growing the game globally, they've actually hurt the game globally by what the PGA Tour has done to the European Tour and all of that, right? The money's gotten so great on the PGA Tour that nobody plays on the European Tour anymore unless you're a young player that doesn't have your tour card, right? Sure. So they've actually hurt the growth of the game of golf, whereas Liv grew it, and look how strategic they were getting players from all over the world to have all these countries represented, which is why they wanted Hideki. You're bringing in a billion people, right? Yeah. You're you bringing know, in a whole new audience. Yes, and you think about that from a sponsorship side. We we all get caught up in just these American companies that do business internationally. How many international companies are there that may or may not do business in America, but would be great sponsors? You know, to a truly worldwide tour. Well, that's a terrific point. And, and look at the look at the outpouring of support you got. Um, when they played in Australia, right?
0: Oh, it was huge. Huge. And it'll only grow the more that you play there and the bigger the events become. I mean, all of a sudden you've got McElroy and on and on and on or Rom or whoever.
1: Well, and, and let's just let's just go ahead and throw Tiger under the bus here. He's been so hypocritical about this because my, my take all along is he was taking $2 million appearance fees to not play on the PGA Tour that week to go to the Dubai Open. What's the difference? Well, I know it's a different country, but it's the same part of the world that has this many of the same issues, right? About Indeed. about you know no real rights for for women. It's you now they've done a lot better over the last ten years, but at, you know if you look at the the rights that we have in this country, as males, females, everything. They don't have the same thing over no,
0: there. No, not and even close. Tiger Woods probably isn't going to win very many moral high ground arguments to begin with.
3: Really? But, <laughs> no,
0: but but his decisions on some of the events he's played in the past, yes, uh, just even talking strictly golf decisions, kind of painted him into a bad corner to where how can he be any sort of moral authority on this front? I just that was yeah always the guy who got a
1: hundred million up front from. Uh, Nike when he when he was 18 years old or 20 years old whenever we joined the tour. He's going to be a, a moral authority person.
0: Or speak for, for folks on the back end of the PGA Tour that are just trying to keep their cards, yes. et cetera, et cetera. I mean, just like Rory McIlroy. Those guys can't speak for... They're
1: flying private jets that no. they
0: own. Right? Come on. Speaking of McIlroy, he uh, again, whether he's still waving the Jay Monahan flag, I think that we saw him do a little bit less of that this week. That uh, basically he felt like He's one of the victims in this deal, having been the phase and uh, so on and so forth, and now now he's uh, a loser in the deal. But he said something interesting that is again from the camp of Jay Monahan about fines that maybe there's some sort of penalty coming for live golfers. Let's play it for you next, and uh, let, let's debate it as well. We're here at the Boots and Badges Blood Drive today, inviting you on out. This uh, event going on until two o'clock. Obviously, it's a, it's a terrific cause out here at the Norman Regional 9, the, right off uh, Highway 9, this new location. Boots and Badges, Blood Drive, come on out and see us. Norman Regional 9, right off Highway 9 and 24th Avenue Southeast on the south side of Highway 9, where we are... Saving saving lives, trying to build up the uh, the region's blood supply at the Boots and Badges Blood Drive. So come on out and see us. The Cleveland County Sheriff's Office, the Norman Fire Department, has teamed up with Norman Regional Health System to put this event on. And uh, we hope you come on by and donate. And if you do and you say hello to Brian and myself before 10 o'clock, we've got tickets to the Compliance Solutions Open Championship for you to give away as well. McElroy, fines. Is there any possibility of this We'll see. We'll debate next right here on the Gimme Zone. Back with you, John Elmer, alongside Brian Vineyard. Hope everybody's having a fantastic start to their weekend. And we would love it if you would help make it a fantastic day out here at the Norman Boots and Badges Blood Drive. Hanging out until 2 o'clock today, or we're hanging out until 10, but the event, the Blood Drive going on until 2, you can come on by, donate blood, and uh, the, the family – They've got the Touch-A-Truck event uh, as well out here. So swing on by the Norman Regional 9 new facility here. The Norman Regional Health System has teamed up with the Cleveland County Sheriff's Office, the Norman Fire Department, hoping to, you know, donate, save lives, and boost our region's blood supply with this blood drive right here today. Again, Norman Regional 9 off Highway 9 and 24th Avenue Southeast on the south side of Highway nine
1: hey josh you just passed test one the gentleman from the sheriff's department left without taking you with him so i know i'm really happy that the skeletons in your past that are many have not come to light yet
0: yeah not yet we, we that's that's one danger averted one, one, danger. One,
1: day, one, one, one there might be more come in please do not arrest josh until after the show that's okay? right once once
0: 10:02 hits we're good you, you can lock me up and take me away Rory McElroy has been the the big face for the the PGA tour throughout a lot of this and or one might say donkey <laughs> indeed he's been <laughs> he's been out there fighting Jay Monahan's fights and this week kind of came away as uh,
1: we can't re- we can't really say the words that, that some have said <laughs> we, we're not gonna say it on there but they were funny comments. Well, and. Let's just say it starts with a letter B, but, you know, we'll leave it at that.
0: Indeed. Roy McElroy this week basically said that, yeah, in some way, I mean, he publicly as much said it, and how could he not feel this way that he felt in some ways the PGA Tour. Used him. Yeah, used him and did him a little bit dirty. But, anyways, he's still sort of out there trumpeting this or that a little bit for the PGA Tour, and he said what uh, some out there have speculated that the Brooks Kepkas, the Dustin Johnson's of the world, your, your big name guys, really anybody that joined the live that got those massive sign on bonuses that now there's going to be some sort of penalty to come back to the PGA tour. And here's what McElroy had to say about potential fines for live golfers.
3: Like I, there,
1: there still has to be consequences to actions. You know, the people that left the PGA tour irreparably harmed this tour started litigation against it. Like, we can't just welcome them back in like that's not going to happen. And I think that was the one thing that Jay was trying to get across yesterday is like, guys, we're not just going to bring these guys back in and pretend like nothing's happened. Like that is not going to happen.
0: Okay. So are you buying that there will be fines for live golfers? 100%. 100%.
1: I think to keep peace amongst the players, I think there has to be, if you think it through the bigger picture, I think there has to be. And I think there's going to be two tiers of fines. And here's why. The guys that signed on to the lawsuit, Phil Mickelson, it's going to be much more punitive. The guys that did not join the lawsuit, I think it's a little easier to give them the proverbial slap on the wrist. You know, let's just, let's just, because not everybody got the hundreds of millions. Some got tens Ten million. Some got thirty. Some, you know, they're all over. We don't know the numbers. Yeah, we, because we don't. Nobody's really... publicly disclosed them. Sure. You know, there's speculation on who got what, but you know, that's pure speculation. Only them and their attorney and accountants know that, right? And and nobody's out there saying that because they don't want to create any more animosity. But there will be something punitive. You know, if you, let's just say a, a guy got thirty million. They might have to pay a one million dollar fine to get back on the PGA tour. I wouldn't see that. As, that I wouldn't see that as unreasonable.
0: Would you say that as unreasonable? It's a small yeah. amount. Yeah, small and, and amount. And
1: may, maybe it's scaled based on how much you got. Maybe there's a scale that's created.
0: Kepka and Dustin Johnson. You find those guys five percent. All of a sudden, you got a nice little fund to but, dole around. But think about
1: this: what incentive is for them to come back? with a big fine if the live continues on like we think it is. Here's, do
0: they really want to play more events? I don't know that there's going to be a fine. I'm not convinced that those guys are going to get fined or that you can find them after all of this. Maybe, Maybe they do. I'll believe it when I see it. I just think if you're Kepka or you're Dustin Johnson, you uh, you got this deal from the Live Tour for this sign-on bonus and all these Mega Millions. To me, they're the big winners. I don't think they're going to have to pay a fine. I'll believe it when I see it. And when Rory talks about uh, there have to be consequences for actions, I hate to break it to Rory. The consequences for actions are you chose to stand by the PGA Tour and didn't get the Mega 1000000 sign sign-on bonus. You took
1: the words right out of my mouth. I was getting ready to bring that up. Beautiful, perfect comment. Yes, there are. It's no different than if you work for XYZ Company and ABC Company offers you 50% more to come work for them, and you choose not to take it, and then you're bitter after the fact because the company you stayed with went out of business. Or, or bought the or, other or company. Or got, or got acquired by the other company, and all of a sudden now they don't want you. So. Well, Hey, and Rory has made it where they don't want him. That no.
0: comment was spot
1: on about they will offer big money to some of these guys that didn't come over, but not Rory. Well, you've got and one so Rory's live basically
0: saying as much. You got
1: Yeah, unnamed. <laughs> Indeed. I bet you his name starts with a Y. It may be. Um, it just might. So, anyway, what I'll tell you is I can't sit here and say you're wrong about there won't be a fine because we don't know. I think – very easily, there could be no fine because what happens if, let's just say they set the fine as a scale based on how much you got. And it got. could be
0: very minor over what you were going to get paid over yeah, the next couple of years. Yes, you know,
1: that's 5%. Well, and say that, you know, to Phil Mickelson, well, that's $20 million or whatever the number is, right? Well, why would he come back? These he doesn't guys, need to. they don't want to play more events. They want to play less and focus on the majors. I mean, these guys already have private jet money, right? That's, sure. That's crazy money, right? It's private jet money. So
0: they don't need this. The PGA Tour needs them. I just i just found that to be the very, very – one of the very, very interesting pieces this week. Are these guys going to get, get fined? What does that look like? I don't know that they are. I don't know how you could go about finding them. Rory McIlroy, is he going to get compensated in some way for being this – noble face of the PGA Tour. I don't know that he is. Well, that's going
1: to divide the tour even more because you think about, there's already some guys that already came out and spoke about that. Well, why would I not get big bucks? I'm on the tour as well. I didn't leave. And then his comment, pipe down, play better. You think that's building the PGA Tour? No. I mean, that was reported to have been said in the meeting. And I granted, it wasn't a big-name player that spoke up, but sometimes the big names are afraid to speak up.
0: Because they don't want to be involved in yes and so and what Hines, they do cetera, is they get somebody
1: else to do it basically on their behalf so somebody has less to lose right Indeed. you know they don't have much of sponsorship money to potentially lose so hey there this is going to get dicey before it, we have a you know unification party i'm just telling you
0: yeah well it's it's very very interesting it's going to be great, a lot of this is gonna gonna be
1: great for the show though
0: absolutely we're due a break Speaking of great for the show, Logan McAllister, we we got the chance to catch up with him. He's all of a sudden, Brian, on this nice little heater on the Corn Ferry Tour, and, of course, he'll take part in the Compliance Solutions Championship from right here at the home base. Jimmy Austin here. uh, He's
1: played that course a few times, by the way. (laughs) I
0: would say so here in a couple of weeks, but uh, he's out in South Carolina this week. What did Logan McAllister have to say about his good golf here recently? We'll catch up with Logan next right here on The Gimme Zone. Back with you after this with you it's the gimme zone right here on the ref josh elmer alongside brian vineyard had the chance earlier this week to catch up with logan McAllister, who's playing some really good golf here of late on the corn fairy tour and it sounded like this as we caught up with logan McAllister. joined now by former sooner logan McAllister, in the house turned corn fairy tour star logan joins us right here on the gimme zone Logan, man, take me through the, the season so far, just generally speaking. Uh, looking at the results, looks like you found something here the last month or so, but how's uh, how's 2023 gone for you?
3: Yeah, I mean, it didn't get off to a, a great start at the beginning of the season. Um, you know, we started out with four international events, and it was just kind of a, a weird month or so. I had one good finish in there and, and then had a really bad stretch of golf through kind of February and March. And um the last month's been great so i you know the funny thing about golf is that's just kind of how it works and you get used to that playing competitive golf for the last 12 or 13 years like i have it's just even when i was 12 years old the same type of thing happens and i wish it didn't happen that way but it's um i'm glad that i've kind of turned the corner on on the bad start to the year and and uh hope i can keep playing some good golf through this summertime and see where it puts me at the end of the year
0: how important was last season for this season, I know. I mean, obviously, you didn't get off to the start you would have wanted in 2023, but all of a sudden, you're starting to look like a little bit of a chiseled vet out there on the Corn Ferry Tour. How how important was 2022 to set up what's going on here lately? This last month, where you're playing so great.
3: Yeah, I mean, last summer was huge just to get out and get some experience, understand kind of what what goes on early in the week before you actually start the event, and then kind of get the feel for you know, what, what goes on Thursday through Sunday, what I need to do to, to play the best golf that I can, just, just stuff that doesn't really happen in college golf because, you know, you have people doing, doing logistical type stuff for you. And, and, you know, we have agencies that help us out with that kind of stuff, but still a lot of it ends up being, being put on you. And, uh, I think I, I kind of struggled with that last summer a little bit, but, the experience of kind of going through that and, and working it out a little bit was huge. I mean, I played eight events last summer, and I would go ahead and say that without those eight events, I don't think I would have been able to turn it around as quick as I have this season. So um, I'm, I'm thankful for pga Tour U and being able to get out and and play play events, see what was going on, understand kind of where my game's at, what I need to work on. And, and um, yeah, I mean, without that, I don't know if I'd be standing – where I am right now and in a good spot on the points list and kind of trending in the right direction
0: well these these last four events top 25s in all of them and uh, obviously top 10s in three of them won you, you almost came away with the victory down there at the Suncoast Classic, so just uh, this last four set of events here, what individually or maybe maybe it's different for each event but what kind of has been the prevailing part of your game that started clicking for you
3: yeah, I mean, I think I've just been hitting the ball better off the tee. I, I wasn't I, – on Corn you know, a lot of the courses that we play are pretty easy, but you still have to be in position off the tee. And I wasn't putting myself in position enough off the tee to where I could let uh, my iron play kind of, you know, help me out a little bit. I've always been a pretty good putter and, and a pretty good iron player, but I've struggled off the tee at certain times. And I've kind of found something with a – like I, I've been hitting a lot of low drivers that just kind of get into play. Yeah. um you know, I might be hitting one more club into greens, but I know that I'm a good enough iron player that, you know, if I'm hitting a nine iron instead of a pitching wedge, I can, and I'm in the fairway, it's a lot better than being in the rough of the pitching wedge. So I think just all of that kind of combined over the last 15 events or whatever I've played, I kind of just found out my formula, which again, you know, it's different for every guy out here, but my formula is just I'm going to put the ball in the fairway, get it in front of me, and, you know, let, let the strength of my game actually shine a little bit and try to, you know, in turn, kind of take one of the weaknesses that I would say a little bit away, and and moving more towards average to above average off the tee has been uh, that's been a real game changer for me.
0: Well, you are climbing on up that points list. Just how big of a relief is it for you? I know when,
3: well, I, I don't
0: I don't personally know, but I can imagine when you're you're missing cuts and you want to see the career winnings and the points list, you, you want to see that obviously climb the other direction. How big of a relief is it for you just that you you found this this type of golf here lately?
3: Yeah, man, it's, um, you know, I, I went through two school and got eight guaranteed starts and I was lucky enough to play good in the second event and kind of not have to worry about the rest of the season, but at the same time, you know, you, it's hard, it, you know, you'd love to say that you never look at that kind of stuff, even when you're playing bad, but when I was playing bad, you could just see yourself keep slipping. I mean, I missed five cuts in a row and there's 60, 70 people that jumped me on the points list and, you know, it becomes a little bit stressful, and the deeper you get into the season, the less events you have to make uh, to make ground up on the points list, and it makes it where you know you, everyone's thinking about a tour card. And at some point, it's like, oh, I got to win to even have a chance. You know, if I would have kept on that track, and just to have the ability to kind of breathe a little bit and and play more free. I mean, in turn, it makes you play better. You just that one big week that I had in Florida immediately it freed my body up. It kind of you know obviously. Gave me more confidence, knowing that when I'm in that spot, I can I can keep playing well and and do it over 72 holes. So all of that kind of combined um, has definitely freed me up a little bit, and in turn made me play better golf, even more so than the stuff we talked about earlier. Just with game, um, just the mental side of it has been a lot easier. Just knowing that I can do it, I am in a good spot to keep playing the way I am, um, and just kind of an aggressive mindset of I'm at 17 right now and and I want to just keep moving up, and not worrying about holding position or anything. Even though, if I was able to hold my position, I'd still get my tour card. That's not what my—that's uh, not what my focus is. I want to go out and and win the last thirteen events of the season. I know I won't do that, but that's just been kind of the aggressive mindset that that playing good golf has got me into.
0: Well, and on that note, right there, Logan. You know, a recent quote from Brooks Kepka talking about a near miss at the Masters and then he turns around and wins the the next major championship at the PGA said one of the things that stuck out to him was he was trying to guard against some of his players, trying to be maybe a little bit too careful instead of being aggressive. So, mm-hmm. to your point, when you think about things like the points list and all of that, I mean, it could be detrimental, right, if you, you start to, to guard against a little bit too much.
3: Yeah, 100%. I mean, along those same lines, like what you're talking about with Brooks, I mean, when, when I was going through these missed cuts and stuff your mindset kind of shifts towards making the cut and I don't necessarily think that's a good mindset because you know you you tend to gravitate toward what you're thinking about so if you're thinking about oh I need to make the cut this week you tend to gravitate towards it no matter how well you're playing and just having one good honestly just one good Thursday I played great on Thursday in Florida and suddenly my mind wasn't on making the cut because I was ahead of it by quite a bit and I've Kind of let that snowball into into that mindset every week because if you're thinking about the cut you're like i said you're probably going to gravitate towards it and end up making cuts on the number and then you can't do much with that so um you know i've done well to to play good on thursdays and fridays and and be in a good spot to where if i have a good weekend i can move up the board and, and luckily enough i've been able to do that the last few weeks
0: talking with logan mcallister corn Ferry tour star Probably sooner rather than later, we're hoping PGA Tour star as well. Uh, of course, former Oklahoma Sooner. The the schedule, what, what does it look like for you? Because we've got the event in South Carolina, and then it starts coming back into familiar territory in Wichita, and then, of course, the Compliance Solutions Championship in Norman. So what does the, the next little bit look like for you?
3: Yeah, so we're in South Carolina this week. Hopefully have another good event and, and keep moving up and, and playing well. But I'll fly home on on sunday evening to oklahoma city you know spend spend a day or two at home and i played the event in wichita last year so i'm i probably won't go there till tuesday afternoon so we've been gone for uh four weeks now so i'm going to try to take a couple nights at home and just relax a little bit and then and get back to it in wichita and then uh again hopefully play well there and then come back to come back home and, and be able to sleep in my own bed for a whole week which is Which is awesome. You know, in golf, you're so used, especially professional golf, you're so used to just never being home. And um, it'll be nice to to be home for a few days at the end of this week and then um, be home for a whole week for Norman. And I know, you know, we got quite a few OU and OSU guys out here, and everyone's so excited for that that ability to sleep in your own bed and be familiar with where you're eating and what you're doing and all that. So we're all excited for that week.
0: Well, uh, Wichita, Kansas, that's my neck of the woods. That's where I grew up. So what – what can you share with us about Crestview Country Club? Uh, what, what do you know about it? You said you played there, but uh, what do you know about the event? What do you expect from the course?
3: Yeah, it's it's an awesome event. I mean, the, the 17th hole is a little kind of shorter par three, and I from the events that I played last summer and the ones that I played earlier this year, it's the most fun hole out here on the Corn Ferry Tour, and I'd say that there's probably this week in South Carolina, they do a good job, too, but between those two weeks, I think there's the two most well-attended events out here that aren't playoff events, so um, I'm excited to kind of get into that atmosphere because there's there's always fans at corn for events, but it's never too big of a crowd. I mean, it feels nothing like a tour event, and and this week and Wichita are both have a little bit of tour feel, and um, so I'm excited to get down there and play there. there. It's a it's a little bit of a birdie fest if there's not too much wind, so I'm prepared to go out and make a bunch of birdies. Hopefully,
0: Logan McAllister. Great Sooner, and playing some really, really good golf on the Corn Ferry Tour now. And he'll be up in my neck of the woods next week at Crestview up in Wichita, Kansas.
1: Oh, what a great tournament that is, by the way. Love Wichita. It is like, of all the places I've traveled with my kids' sports, Wichita is my favorite. And I'm not saying it just because of you, Josh. It's so easy to get to easy to get around, nice restaurants. It's a lot like it's, OKC. It's it, a smaller OKC. It's a smaller version of OKC, but it's super nice. They've done great things with the city of Wichita. I'm impressed.
0: Yeah, no, it's great. And uh, apparently we're, that's we're a We're going to send their tournament. chamber
1: a bill for this, by the way. <laughs> Indeed, yes. They've got the You're free endorsement.
0: You're welcome. And then, of course, uh, after that, Logan McAllister coming down here to the Compliance Solutions Championship. We'll play uh, his comments next week, talking about his return to Jimmy Austin, which uh, that can be... Brian, that can be a really, really good thing for golfers or just, you know, any walk of life, coming home professionally uh, in sports, or that can be adds It adds a little, pres- adds a little pressure. pressure.
1: But, hey, we've talked about it on the show. Knowledge of the courses that, and how they fit your game are a big deal. So I expect the OU guys to play really, really well. You would think, right, type. at least one of those guys. Yes, I expect one of those guys to be in the mix to win it.
0: You would think so. Yes. And it just might be Logan McAllister. Do a final, T.O. Let's take it. We'll come back and put a bow tie on what's been a very fun addition. of the gimme zone right here on the Ref gimme zone one final time we are back with you josh elmer brian vineyard hanging out been a fun morning out here at the norman boots and badges blood drive which is ongoing today until two o'clock we're done here at 10 uh, for our broadcasting portion but we invite you to come on out and team up as well with the Norman Regional Health System and the Cleveland County Sheriff's Office and the Norman Fire Department. That uh, trio has come together to put on this Norman Boots and Batches blood drive to boost our region's blood supply. Hey,
1: and we owe an apology to our, our friend Donovan Beswick here. We were going to have him on. He was giving blood, doing his civic duty out there he's looking great though yeah Big smile on his face he's still upright you know? that's a good yeah, sign he's still upright did way better than i do during those situations <laughs> but hey we will definitely have him on when we go out for the moore campus blood drive in july on saturday I, we believe it's the eighth correct okay
0: well, that'll be great. We can't wait to catch up with you. Th- with and that you. will then, be, again, from 8 to 2. So if you can't get out here today. Put it on the calendar. Put
1: it on the calendar, July the
0: 8th at the Moore Campus. Well, and it's been awesome out here. First of all, this campus is sensational. Uh, it's it's brand new out here off of Highway 9, the Norman Regional 9, uh, Highway 9 and 24th Avenue Southeast. South How do you think they 9. came
1: up with that? name by the way <laughs> well
0: i think they <laughs> looked at, it at highway 9 they said ah, oh, exactly, the right. nine. there, you there we go love it love it hey simple's good man yeah it's keep it simple stupid that's the, the yes. journal journalistic credence out there keep it simple stupid it's so let's talk about you know the canadian open
1: yes which um, i think everybody's fired i want up about. you to tell me everything right now you know about carl yawn
0: uh yawn Yawn, <laughs> that's, yes. that's pretty yes. much what I know. You know
1: he's in the lead, and that's it, right? Because yeah. that's
0: all I know, too. Yawn doesn't do much for like, me. Even you Google his
1: bio on on the PGA Tour, and it's like next to nothing. So for the better of the of the tournament, we don't want Rory to win, do we? Uh,
0: if, I don't know. He's it had a be, lot of success there. That's be,
1: why he goes back. I think he won last year, actually. It would be interesting to
0: see him do a victory lap and what it looks like. How about Corey Conyers? Let's win one for the home team, right? That would be cool. The Canadian? Yeah. I'm sure he's going to have a bunch of people rooting for him over the weekend. And speaking of
1: Logan McAllister, great interview. He's awesome. We really appreciate him. He was great with us when he was at OU. He's 17th on the points list right now. Playing good, good which golf. Which means he stays inside that top 30 automatic tour card next year. That would be incredible for a young man like him.
0: And he's trying not to do too much scoreboard watching with the points list uh, because he knows just that, that if I'm inside that top 30, I'm going to the PGA Tour. But, Let's hope for his sake that he just stays inside that top 30, a win in Norman. And Goddard's lurking there, too. Yeah, right? those two guys so, I think play well would be just terrific. Well, I think
1: this compliance solution Open coming up in, what, 10 days? Gives these guys a chance to really rack up some points on, quote-unquote, their home course. Him, Ren Gibson, who's inside that top thirty now that we had Ren on earlier, such a such a terrific Another, guy, man. Another you know former player from Oklahoma, not, not OU, but from Oklahoma, uh, Christian, and I tell you what, Australian that wound up Australian, at Wait, Oklahoma Christian. I, lo- I
0: love their accents, love them. Yeah, how can you not root for Ren? Yeah. Speaking of uh, those with Oklahoma ties, before we get out of here, we we've been so inundated with what's going on with this merger that we. Really didn't talk about the golf from last week or this week. They are playing this week? They are, yes, uh, unbelievably. How about Victor Hovland gets it done last week in a playoff? I'm glad we talked about this.
1: Good point. Love Victor Hovland. And is there a better guy out there than him?
0: Everybody seems to love him. I'm so happy to see him in the winner's circle. and uh, I mean, you tell me. does
1: He's top five player in the world. Does I, LA I don't Country think Club, it's even Does it even fit debated. his game?
0: You know, I don't know. I, I have... You not uh, really seem like somebody that's going to go win a U.S. Open because no, I worry about the putter a little bit, but... Putter
1: shaky, but, you know, he putted fairly well, obviously, to win the golf tournament. My issue is... Can he be disciplined enough to take less than driver off of a lot of tees and keep it in the fairway, which is what's required?
0: Might have learned a tough lesson at the PGA of when to be aggressive and this and that, Hey, we'll talk about that, though, next week, right? Yep, 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 yep. The U.S. Open right around the corner, too. Yes. So, who wins? I'm going to say McElroy gets it
1: done. This week, that's right. All right, I'm not going, <laughs> I, well, I I'm going with Carl Yawn. I'm going with
0: the home Canadian, Gord Connor. That'd be cool, Connor. Hey, we appreciate you, buddy. Have a good weekend back in studio, and for everybody out here at the Norman Regional Nine, and for those that have donated, uh, thank you. Come for on coming out, out and do that. You still can. Yeah, it's going until two o'clock. Come on out to the Norman Boots and Badges Blood Drive. That's it for us. No No excuses.
1: It's not raining anymore. No excuses. The weather has
0: cleared up. Come on out and see us. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll see you next time on the Gimme Zone.